Welcome to the Not Project Space podcast, where we shine a light on a cluster of Canadian artists and their experiments with augmented reality. This is Tender Circuits, and I'm your host, Marissa Gallimit. I'm a visual artist and an accomplice to a group of brilliant minds who conjured up site-specific projects across North America, culminating in an online exhibition. They are world builders with diverse practices in filmmaking, sculpture, narrative design, research, theater, and creative technologies. We invited them to play with the senses, to reframe histories, and to imagine the multiverse with symbiosis in mind, a kind of natural interconnectedness that thrives on the forest floor, in bodies of water, and even in the concrete of urban landscapes. It's true that augmented reality has the dynamic power to bring about a shift in perspective, layering new possibilities over what we see and hear, and maybe how we understand our place in the world around us. But before we dive in, we'd like to take a moment for our land acknowledgement. We acknowledge that we're connecting with you today from the unceded and unsurrendered territory of the Algonquin Nation. We honor the Algonquin people who have occupied this territory since time immemorial and whose culture has nurtured and continues to nurture this land and its people. We are grateful to be guests on this land where we have the opportunity to work, live, and create. In an effort to make this acknowledgement more active, we ask that you learn about the land that you're joining us from today and that you read the Truth and Reconciliation Commission's 94 Calls to Action. In this episode, we'll hear from Lauren Schaefer and Richard Mosca. I'm Lauren Schaefer. And I'm Richard Mosca. Clearly, these two have a sense of humor. But before we go any further, the team at the Digital Arts Resource Centre has a message for you. What if I told you there's a place in Ottawa where people can rent audiovisual gear like cinematic cameras, microphones, and lenses for a fraction of commercial rates? This isn't a dream. It's the Digital Arts Resource Centre, or DARK for short, located at 67 Nicholas Street. You can book DARK's recording studio and soundstage, as well as our extensive gear collection. You don't have to worry about not knowing how to use the gear because we host regular workshops on specific equipment, software, and general skills. DARK also has grant opportunities and residency programs available. The only catch is that you need to be a member. For $100 a year, you can have access to all these resources and benefit from member health insurance. Visit digitalartsresourcecenter.ca to join Ottawa's digital arts community. Both Lauren and Richard are multidisciplinary artists. Lauren explores connections between the human and non-human with a focus on urban development, while Richard has recently been examining topics around harm reduction. For Tender Circuits, Lauren and Richard worked with two other collaborators, Neo and Roberto Gutierrez. The project is called Plaza Desventura, an augmented reality artwork which examines specific sites in Toronto and Mexico City. Set on footbridges in the two cities, the project reanimates leftover urban infrastructure repurposing them in the digital world. 
The music you're hearing is from the project, created to be reminiscent of the screeching of rusted cogs, as well as something more organic, like the sound of baby birds nested inside abandoned spaces. The Toronto component titled The Sadie is, in the artist's own words, a bobbing, twirling render of a mock condo unit in a new high-rise development. The second composition, titled The Justin, is a red water wheel inspired by a waterless fountain in Mexico City. I was curious to learn what drew Lauren and Richard to these two sites specifically. Here's Richard speaking to the Toronto structure, inspired by a particular building right on the lakeshore, designed in the cantilever fashion, a rigid horizontal construction supported only at one end. It was totally functional. It's very, it's gorgeous and bizarre at the same time because it's not, I hadn't, I had never seen anything like it, right? And now they're replacing it with all these kind of, um, you know, the same way they make cars all the same now. They use the same commute, computer program to build these bridges in Halifax and then ship them down. Lauren adds that while the original structure was black, the buildings that replaced it are two-toned, red and white, and white and yellow. They kind of have this uh, faux joyous, I don't mean to be totally cynical. Actually, I'm kind of wearing the colors of the bridge. And uh, But the original bridge control building that we were interested in was black and white. And so the AR project that we ended up doing was kind of like lipstick on a pig. It had been kind of rendered in, in a kind of generic 90s beige a while ago. It looked like the concrete that was kind of surrounding it. And um, the original was a black panel. Uh, black and enamel and white and it was um yeah candy striped almost but in black and white and so the models that we started building um for the ar project were a kind of um you know a little bit of lipstick on a pig but it was also um uh a, 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 um a bit of a like a a bit of a celebration um you know well this thing used to be you know fancy and new at one point as well. The fountain in Mexico City was in some ways a parallel to the Toronto site. Richard says that the fountain's aesthetic was mostly functional, enveloped between layers of ring roads and underpasses. It's just a, a like noodly mess of, it's essentially a cloverleaf when you look at it on Google Maps. But then I found this fountain and then the more it's it's completely like it no longer works. Lauren and Richard both grew up in Montreal in the 1970s and were fascinated by the underground corridors that link the metro stations to malls, offices and residential towers. We had both realized that we had kind of hung out in uh, Place Bonaventure as kids growing up um, for our entertainment, which was this concrete bunker. Um, building multi, yeah, multiplex. Um, I think you were more in the video games, and I was going to the cinema all the time there. Um, but that kind of like segues into our uh, uh, concern with liminal space in Toronto, or these spaces that are neither like the ravines and uh, and these other spaces where there's. Um, like over the past 30 years too, there's been in, much increased 
um, surveillance control over public space. And yeah. there's less and less public or even private space, like Place Bonaventure, especially in the basement, used to be kind of like one of those, you know, the way malls were designed. Uh-huh. They were just like mazes, right? And no one really cared. And, you know, like... You could um, you could hide, you know, easily. Um <laughs> So, yeah, maybe that's what we end up looking for in the kind of contemporary city as we get older. We're still looking into, like, interested in those spaces because who doesn't want to hide in a... Look, sorry, there's a lot of people who don't get seen, but there's also an interest in... um, And as a woman, too, also being out in public space and wanting to kind of hide in public spaces is an interesting dynamic. The walkways underneath Montreal were brutalist bunkers, urban developments that inform the city's history, an unseen or perhaps overlooked past, much like the two sites that Lauren and Richard are reanimating through AR. This unseen and underground quality loops into Tender Circuit's theme of mycelial networks, the threads that link fungal organisms to tree roots and plants to transfer water, minerals, and more. There's a lot to unpack here, but before we go on, let's take a quick break with a message from the team at the Digital Arts Resource Centre. Have you ever wanted to record music or start a podcast? The Digital Arts Resource Centre, DARK for short, makes it so easy to get into production. You can learn the basics of sound recording and editing through the educational videos on the online member portal. Here you'll record in a state-of-the-art studio and get in-person assistance from qualified technicians. Visit digitalartsresourcecenter.ca slash recording studio to book your time slot and start making things happen. And we're back. By connecting artists digitally, Tender Circuits aimed to create a sense of community online. For Richard and Lauren, working on Plaza Desventura gave them the opportunity to not only collaborate for the first time, but to also bring in Neo and Roberto to create a project that, in their own words, calls up the contemporary reality of non-persons living separately in the same non-place. I was just looking at Richard's footage that he did of himself on the bridge, um... And what did I think? Well, I hadn't seen your body in a long time, just mostly your head and shoulders. <laughs> I, I would say that I think, that, you know, in terms of change, um, we were making some kind of AR cenotaph. And we know very well that, you know, the immaterial um, or the digital, which is heavy with minerals and um and, and, and money and data farms or whatever still. So we know it's a very material thing, but still presents itself as immaterial, um, is, is very active in the in a city space. Their alliance has yielded a sophisticated and layered intervention, linking disparate sites and artists of mixed disciplines, blurring the boundaries of space and time, sharing and colluding multi-directionally towards a common goal via the internet, very much in the way that mycelial networks act as information and nutrient superhighways for our non-human kin. 
Many thanks to Lauren and Richard for sharing their creative insights. Plaza Desventura was created during the virtual residency at the Knot Project Space. To learn more about all of the Tender Circus projects, visit digitalartsresourcecenter.ca. Many thanks to Lauren and Richard for sharing their creative insights. Plaza Desventura was created during their virtual residency at the Knot Project Space. To learn more about all of the Tender Circuits projects, visit digitalartsresourcecenter.ca. Our full list of artists includes Galit Ariel, Roberto Santaguida, Pixie Cram, Aaron Consmo, Helen Lamb, Vasuki Shanmuganathan, Kel McDonald, Seth Thompson, Lauren Schaefer, and Richard Mosca. Tender Circuits is brought to you by the Digital Arts Resource Center, hosted by me, Marissa Galmit, produced by CKCU FM, with sound and editing by Bob LeDrew and Edward Jeanvaux. Special thanks to the team at Digital Arts Resource Center, Annette Hegel, Jillian Kennedy, Emily Azevedo, Alita Uch, Christopher Payne, Daniel Canosvita, Laura Paolini, Deirdre Morrison, and Ludmilla Race. We're grateful for the support from the City of Ottawa, the Canada Council for the Arts, and the Ontario Arts Council. Mm-hmm.